Complete Health Partners is here to help you offer urgent care to your employees for only $50 per month. No copay at any of their three Nashville locations. We know healthcare is expensive. Complete Health Partners gives you a chance to offer your employees a no copay way to see a doctor. They also offer telehealth services for everyone on your team. So if you're a manager of a restaurant or you own a restaurant, go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com, click the Sponsors tab, and click the link for Complete Health Partners to learn more. If you work in a restaurant or any other company that doesn't offer healthcare, tell your manager to check them out. Complete Health Partners, expert care close to home. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and I am your host. We will not be joined today with the amazing Jen Ichikawa, as uh, having twins and jobs and everything, just it got a little much when this interview was being done, so I did this one solo. But we are talking today to Will Newman. Will Newman is the owner at Edley's Barbecue, as well as Poncho and Lefties. This is his second time on the show. His first time was about a year ago, right as they were closing their Lexington location. And on the opposite side of that, on this episode today, he gives some breaking news where he actually announces a brand new location that he has not told anybody about yet. So if you are out there in Middle Tennessee and you're hoping that an Edley's is opening close to you, listen up because they have three new locations coming out, but one of them is never been announced before until today. Happy Monday for you. This is a fun episode. We talk about all kinds of stuff. We catch up. We talk about the TikTok video he made for us that uh, got 35,000 views and uh, you can go check it out at our TikTok page right now. We have a bunch of chefs reading one-star reviews. If you're a chef out there or if you're a restaurant owner and you've got some wacky one-star reviews that you'd like to read and put out there on our TikTok, let me know. Send me a DM. I would love to come out and film it and we'll put it out there and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we do this because people that write just silly, stupid reviews need to be called out. And um, this is this is our business. This is our life. And, you know... It's just it's just one of those things that hopefully people get the the fun in all of it and maybe they think twice before they leave a really, really stupid review. So coming up this week, we're gonna be talking as well with a gentleman named William Jemison, and he is a director over at Culture Index. What is Culture Index, you say? Culture Index is a personality test. Kind of talks about the it, your your employees, potential employees take this, it's a survey. And there's no right or wrong answers. It doesn't tell you good or bad things, but it tells you the right people that you need to hire. And based based upon your culture, uh, I'm a big fan of Jim Collins and the book Good to Great. And one of the things he says is you have to have the right people on the bus, right? You If you have the wrong people on the bus or the wrong people on the canoe and you're rowing in the wrong direction, you don't get there. But if you're able to hire the right people every single time that fit your culture, that are ready to help you win, it's it's hard to lose. And William Jamison is going to come on the show, and he's going to break down everything that he does. And it is so fascinating. I'm really excited to share this with you guys. I've been working with him now for three and a half years, and it's amazing. It's amazing every time I interview somebody, and I I, I read their culture next to him. They go, "Wow, that's that's kind of amazing uh, that you know that much about me." A little scary too. <laughs> so we are. Um, we're excited about all of the things that are up and coming here at Nash Restaurant Radio. We have got a, uh, a big weekend this weekend, Fermentation Festival, uh, Eastside Bon Mi's doing a pop-up, lots of things coming this coming Halloween weekend. We are going to be doing a Wednesday Rewind this week. We did not do one last week, Try taking a little bit of time for myself. Uh, it's a busy time, and uh, so it takes a lot of time to put those things out, so... I decided not to. Next week, we will have one. It's going to be the episode with Josh Hobbiger, 
which is probably the second most listened to podcast. Chances are you've already heard it, but uh, it's a good one to listen to again. Josh over at Bastion uh, to celebrate their co-win of Best Restaurant in the Nashville Scene, Best of Nashville with the Cabard Seat. Uh, I have a feeling that Benjamin Goldberg might be the episode that we do the week after, so we're going to get your fill of strategic hospitality. But right now, we're going to jump in with Will Newman. I feel like the last time we did an interview, there was like some noise in the background that did the same thing. You may have been sitting in the same spot. I don't know. It's 12, it's 12 South. Mm. All right. Super excited today to welcome back to Nashville Restaurant Radio, Will Newman, owner of Edley's Barbecue. What's going on, Will? Uh, just progress. You're in progress here in 12 South. <laughs> involved, it always involves a jackhammer. Is it progress? I mean, it's, if there's no jackhammer, it's not even progress. It can't be. Can't be. No. So he's referencing the sound you may hear in between us talking. There is there's a jackhammer going on in the background. So sorry about that. My apologies. Maybe they'll take a lunch break. Who knows? How you been, man? It's been a year since we have really? talked. Can you believe it has been a year? I, I, no, I really can't. That's shocking. Well, so you were... And we interviewed it. You said the day tomorrow we're closing Lexington. Yep. So it's been about a year, right, since you've closed Lexington? Yes. Um, and how's it going? Yeah, I mean, really good. Um, you know, that it was a painful it was a painful check to write. I had a, essentially, you know, it's almost 12 months rent to get out of a lease like that. Mm. Um, you know, it was a... It was a I got earned my uh, I earned my MBA with that check. <laughs> <laughs> I now have an MBA in, in hard knocks, and uh, but thankfully, you know, we were able to absorb it. As painful as it was, it's you know we you know we were, we immediately got better as a as a company um, once we got once we you know had to make that decision to move on. But so what know, are the things you immediately? What are some of the top things that other people can learn from you, from what you learned from closing, closing a location in the middle of a pandemic? It wasn't um, because of that necessarily, but yeah. So, well, I mean, one of the things, you know, just how critical again, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of basics blocking and tackling, but just how critical the just location is. Um, we loved Lexington, the city. Um, I just chose the wrong, location for us to be within that city. We were part of a kind of a, a larger development, uh, outdoor lifestyle um, center. And, and, and so when you do that, you're relying much more on the center to draw on the critical mass of people that you need to be successful. Um, and if that's not happening, you're just kind of at a, a disadvantage. When, when we did things offsite, for example, we were in Rupp Arena. Um, and when we did events offsite, we would have record sales. I mean, like compared to Nashville, any event in Nashville, I mean, wow. so we, we, we had great support, great, but it was just, um, just getting into a larger center where there's traffic and, you know, there was a little bit issues with some parking there that, um, that people in Lexington weren't, that, you know, they didn't love to walk as much as probably people are used to in Nashville. So, um, it was, I've learned, just learned a ton and, um, you know, ho hopefully we'll not repeat that lesson. Hopefully that's, a, hopefully that's a one-time deal. Can't, you know, when you're this small, you can't absorb two of those. Well, when you go from 12 South, when it wasn't what 12 South is today, sure. to Sylvan Park in East Nashville, those are those are kind of home run locations. Right. I imagine yeah. you, you then go for something. You're like, hey, this will make it work. We're doing so well. These other three. Then you go, oh, location helps a lot. Yeah. For some reason in my head, when I signed that lease... Um, I signed that lease in 2015 and then that restaurant didn't open up for another almost 20 months, but I signed that wow. lease. I remember the reason I signed that lease and this is how simplistic of a simpleton I am. I signed that lease because Shake Shack did. And I was right across from Shake Shack and I thought, well, and I, mean, I, I saw the signature of their CEO and that's how they got me to do the deal. And I was like, well, if I'm going to be literally, 30 feet from their door to my door. I mean, Shake Shack was the hottest thing in the country at the time. I was like, this, this, they're bringing they, a ton of people to my area. They know what they're doing. And, uh, you know, 
unfortunately That's... for for us, um, we were across from the lowest performing Shake Shack in the country. <laughs> <laughs> I was say the logic is there. Like the the, logic, I, oh, it, it, I'm it, with it, you. And the, the you know the, and the center is beautiful. The everything about it on paper looks good. If you drove through there, it looks good. You would go, oh wow, this looks amazing. And um, you know just the you know I'm not a developer and I don't want to pretend to be one. And for whatever reason, the magic wasn't there for that center. And um, so, but yeah, I signed the lease because uh, Shake Shack signed the lease. True wow. story. I, I, I bet you're not alone in that type of thing. A ton of people have made decisions that way. Um, have you opened anything? What, what, where are you at now? Today, 2021, have you opened anything new since I've talked to you last? No, we haven't opened anything new. We've, we've, um, we have committed to, um, so we're moving our East Nashville location on Main Street to Five Points. Oh, wow. Um, that'd be great. We're at 10th and Woodland. So that'll open se- September, hopefully September next year. Um, okay. So we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be right up on the street, right next to, um, I believe it's Boston Common. Um, yeah. Right there. So we'll, we'll you know, we'll, and it's that the that's one of the weird things that came out of the tornado for us is that we learned that um once i got my insurance money from the tornado i was going to reinvest in that restaurant and i reimagined kind of what it could be because that was our second location and um you know i i i'm still kind of was bootstrapping it and probably took a lot of shortcuts on design and and, and how and so the second go around i was going to really spend some money and make this restaurant what I felt like it had the potential to be. And when I presented that to the um, landlords, um, you know, I, I finished that with a qualifier that, but I will need, you know, a significant uh, lease extension. And uh, from those conversations, I quickly learned that we were not in their long-term plans at that location. Oh, okay. So they were, they were not um, committed to give us the, the long, the lease extension we needed. So, the uh, tornado um, tore down the abandoned family dollar building at 10th and Woodland. And so that kind of worked out in our favor. So we're heading, heading down the block. Yeah. It's so interesting how things, I think everything kind of happens for a reason. I don't, I don't know. Isn't it weird how just sometimes things work out that way? Well, I mean, another door, I mean, a door closed and another door opened. I mean, I, yeah. I certainly wasn't waiting around hoping it would open. I was knocking on, <laughs> I was, I was letting everybody, who owned property in East Nashville know that we were a, a free agent. And um, so we, we got some interesting looks and, uh, but to be in the center of the heart of five points in East Nashville is just, and so, you know, early, you know, we, you know, theoretically we can be there for 25 years. Um, wow. Which well, is, which is, you know, you know, when you're, when you don't own your property, you know, your lease is, is your livelihood. And so to, to have to be in the heart of East Nashville somewhere, we've already been for eight years. And, you know, by the time we, move over there we'll been in east national for nine nine and a half years so we could be there you know theoretically for 34 almost 35 years it's pretty special because we just love the neighborhood and community over there would you say that that neighborhood over there isn't as hippy dippy as it is over in um in 12 south is in 12 it? south right yeah it's not not quite as hippy dippy <laughs> i'm going to segue a little bit and i want to touch more on that new spot and what you're going to do there um, since we last talked, one of the things I did was I came by your East Nashville location while you were there, and you were doing something called pizza with Will and pizza. What what, what is that that you do? Uh, so I do pizza with Will, and that's um, what it is. Though it's the I, coolest thing I, I've ever seen somebody do, by the way. Yeah, so I schedule I schedule um, I schedule time, and it's put out advance, well in advance for any of our team members um, at that location to come and just hang out, and there's no agenda. Uh, I just, we provide, you know, we provide usually five, it's uh, East Nashville. It's always five points pizza. So they get great pizza. And yeah. um, the only thing is if they want pizza, they have to sit down with me just for a minute and we don't have to talk about work. We can talk about anything they want, but politics, we can talk about sports. We can talk about their, their hobbies. We can talk about, they can ask me questions about whatever. And so it's just been a great way for me to, you know, stay in touch as we've grown to um, make sure that, you know, have a, 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 a ability to have a, a connection, like a real connection with with our team members. And, um, you know, and I'm always talking to our management staff, our management team. And, um, 
usually everything is really good, but I, you know, I've had two different pizza with Wills where I learned some really interesting and disheartening things about, you know, uh, potential management decisions that were happening on, at that particular location that eventually led to significant, you know, changes. And so that's not necessarily why I do it, but those things kind of come out of it on occasion, but generally they're really fun. They're really a great way for me to get to, to meet and, and have a deeper connection with our teams and, and for them to hopefully get a better sense of, of who I am. I think that's so innovative. It's just cause there's, I feel this a lot that there's just a, there's a disconnect sometimes between owners and, and it's not just even a disconnect between the owners and the staff. It, it's almost like a fear. Like I, they're untouchable. I don't want to talk to them. They don't care who I am. And it's like, I'll go to my manager, but that's the owner. I'm, I'm nervous. And the fact that you sit down at each one of your locations and do this pizza with Will and say, just come talk to me. Tell me about your children. Tell me about your favorite sports team. Tell me if you have ideas for the restaurant. I want to know. Tell me, tell me if you're somebody who wants to be a manager or you want to be developed, I, I, I want to be part of a program that what a great time to sit down and say, Hey, look, I, I would like to pursue a career here in more depth, like whatever. Have you had anybody, I was going to say, what are the most impactful things that have come out of that? Are there any big changes or anything that you've done with at least based upon those? You know, I'm trying to think um, most recently, I'm just most recently was, I just got really good feedback about how we were doing training and we were doing a poor job being intentional of, of how we scheduled the train our training. So we have dedicated trainers at certain positions and locations. And um, we were we were just being a little bit complacent, maybe just lazy, really honest and in, in, in how we were scheduling our new team members and how they were getting trained. And it was just very eye opening to me that we've spent all this time and energy creating training materials and training books and we've got everything. It's all, you know, and we, we have training classes. And then when it gets to the critical part of actually scheduling the trainer with the new person, that was a critical ingredient to that that was not happening. So that was probably something most recently in the last two or three months that's made a, a really good impact. That now, now we have a, a better plan on on how we schedule our new hires, our new team members with dedicated trainers. Got it. Um, so that's, I don't know, I still think that's innovative. I'm going to steal that to a degree. Uh, over here i'm gonna totally use that because i i think that that's a big misconception is that people like you uh or myself to degree people don't want to they're like i don't want to bother you it's like please like you're the ones right there i want to know so my favorite moments when somebody says hey can i talk to you about something you're like of course what do you got like and just hearing honest feedback to me is one of one of the greatest things and i don't get enough of it i think you're soliciting that's fantastic and I think what's, and so, you know, everyone has, you know, all our team members have my email and I never get emails from them ever. And, and, and on occasion, um, you know, people will stop, stop me, but they also know I'm usually, I'm usually there with purpose and I'm probably walking around thinking too much in my head. So, but what, what allows during the, I guess this pizza as well, you know, this is an intentional schedule block of time that they can talk to me about anything. And sometimes, you know, people are like, hey, I just want to have, I need to have like, so sometimes I'll have like six people, you know, sitting around, we're all talking, just having fun. And sometimes somebody's like, hey, I really need one, just one-on-one because I've got something I really need to talk about that I don't want others to talk, you know, to hear. And so, sure. and everybody's really respectful about it. And it's, it's been really great. I've, I've certainly enjoyed it. Well, I just, I wanted to share that with my listeners. If you're a leader out there and you're doing, that's one of your challenges is, is really connecting with your team. And I think it's a challenge everywhere, really genuine connection with your team. That's, I want you to tell me anything, ask me anything about myself. That's good. The reason I came that day over to the restaurant just to say hi was that I wanted to do a one-star review. During the pandemic, I've had people read one-star reviews. You read a two-star review, uh, me and the guy who does your social media. What was his name? I forget Mark. his name. Mark, yep, he's a fantastic guy. I love. Yeah, he just he is awesome. We sat for about thirty minutes and tried our damnedest to find a bad review. It's hard. It was hard to find a review that was not good for Edley's, but we found one that was so funny. And I thought, I thought you, you, you nailed it when you read it. That I want to play it for everybody right now. You can go to our TikTok page. It's Nashville Restaurant Radio. You can go to our TikTok page and you can find it. But I'm going to pull this up. See if I can't make this thing happen um 
All right, here we go. See if this works. Come on. Hey there, Will Newman, owner of Edley's Barbecue, and I'm here to read a two-star review. Disappointing. First thing you should know is that the restaurant is in a hippy-dippy area of Nashville. Hippy-dippy? If you're planning a lunch while traveling through the area, stay away. There's a lot of congestion and nowhere to park. Lots of pedestrians jaywalking. Uh, the jaywalking. Damn jaywalkers. No one in my party was impressed with their meal. The turkey and brisket was dry and nothing special. Neither my kids or the adults would eat the macaroni. It's when you know the communists have won. Pricing was average. Portions were what you would expect. Thank you, Andrew. Isn't, isn't Andrew the, the male version of, the, of Karen? <laughs> that's great that video got 35,000 views 1600 likes and over 100 comments that's hilarious half the comments were people who were just like oh my god I have to come to your place this is amazing <laughs> next time I'm there I'm coming did you oh, hear it? did you get any feedback did anybody come in and be like hey I saw you on TikTok please tell me that they did Yes, yes, they did all the time. <laughs> I get stopped in the grocery store all the time. <laughs> I saw yeah. seven, some, a seven-year-old lady stopped me the other day. I think I saw you on TikTok. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> uh, that's it, 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 I say that because um, that was so fun, and thank you for doing that. I, that I know fun. that you kind of put yourself out there, and um, I don't. Know, I just I, I thank you for doing that. And I wanted the the people to hear that. If you haven't heard that before. And you go to our TikTok page. If you're out there and you're listening and you want to do one of those, send me a DM. I would love to uh, come and film one and we'll, we'll give your place some uh, some love. So you are about to celebrate your 10-year anniversary. We are. are you, you, have you celebrated it or you're about to? We're about to. We're having a um, November 6th in front of Adley's. We're having the street closed for a block of 12 South will be closed. And we're having... Music from 10 to 5. Um, we'll have a big tent for a kids' area, kids' zone. Uh, we'll have vendors, um, alcohol in the streets, food in the streets. Um, won't be just Edley's. And so, yeah, it's just, you know, we're we're very proud to, to be here for 10 years, to be part of our community. And, you know, and the older I've gotten, the more important I've learned it is to when you're is to take a moment and pause and celebrate. And um not be just focused on what's next, what's next, what's next. Let's just let's take a moment and be be proud of what what what, what we have accomplished um, the last ten years, and 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 then also just have the opportunity to thank um, you know our 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 fans, our our neighbors, and all the people that have made it possible. And so, yeah, we're gonna have a big old party. That sounds. Who's do you have any? information on who's playing the bands or anybody uh, let's see i'm trying to remember off the top of my head i don't have it in front of me uh i want to say like it's either winchester 49 and then like uh maybe channing wilson um we just went over this two days ago i just don't have it in front of me um <laughs> no worries it's, it's no worries a lot of really cool a lot of really i mean really really cool good music and then we've got um i think we've got like four four different acts from Belmont. So Belmont, University of Belmont's, you know, obviously nearby 12 South. And so it was important to me that we had um, showcase some of the Belmont talent. And um, so we'll have some of their talent there. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Just looking forward to just getting to celebrate with with our teams and our, our community for, for being here for 10 years. You know, the more I think about it, just hearing you say that, that's been a recurring theme right now with a lot of people who are in leadership or just people that are in this industry is I think that through kind of the second half of the pandemic up until now, we've all been just going so hard, so crazy and nonstop that I think that the number, like when I'm asking people right now, like what's the thing that's helping you the most is people saying, realizing that I have to take time for myself, that you have to take that brief moment and celebrate like you just said like hey we made it this far this is something we can take our foot off the gas pedal for a day and let's celebrate like right. how important is that right now well i mean it's just it refreshes your soul you know taking a pause just taking a moment and, and just and just and having fun um you know 
like in, in our industry, we get to do so many great things. We get to make an impact in people's in people's lives by providing, you know, our, our, what our mission is to make, it can be so simple is to make people happy and, you know, to be in business for 10 years in a restaurant is, is, you know, can feel like an eternity uh, because it's not always easy, but it's important to to take a moment um, intentionally, uh, you know, recharge and celebrate, um, you know, especially after the last, you know, 2020, um, you know, we have lots to be happy about, honestly. I mean, that, that we're still standing and in, uh, in a position we're in. So it's just important to to have that moment to, again, recharge the batteries um, in the present and be, be so thankful for how we got here. We're going to break away for just a moment to hear a couple words from our sponsors. But first, I want to say just a quick note about our sponsors that, first of all, these are just they're my friends. These are people that I believe in, that I trust, that I am so honored and proud to talk about. And I'm more excited than ever. I talk to these folks every week just to hear about their success and how they're doing. And it's so much fun for me. Also, um, I, I try and make it very, very affordable. Really, I'm trying to cover the overhead to produce this podcast. There's annual fees and StreamYard and all these different things that cost money. Uh, when I go out to eat, I don't ask anybody to, nobody buys me anything. I want to pay for everything I do. I really just want to support the local restaurant industry here in Nashville. So what you can do to help support is if you run a restaurant, call Jason Ellis over at Supersource and have him come by and just look at what you've got going on. A hundred percent of the time somebody's gone by there, somebody that's, that's said, hey man, is this guy legit? And Jason Ellis from Supersource comes by, they go, oh my God, I love that guy. He's so it's just so different what they do. They don't ask you to sign contracts. He has to earn his business every single week, and he does. He is on fire. Uh, Ross Chandler over at Cytex, these guys bailed us out from one of the worst contracts I've ever seen somebody sign, and they're just with a different company. They've been so amazing to work with, and just, they're awesome. Sharpier's Breads, like Sharpier's Bakery, Aaron Moso, they're delivering six days a week, fresh bread to our restaurant, not only is the quality fantastic, but I love working with her. Their drivers are so friendly. Complete Health Partners. I've got most of my COVID tests have been from Complete Health Partners because every time I have a sniffle, I go get tested, but they're so professional. And their idea to help restaurants reduce healthcare costs and offering urgent care and telehealth to everybody in the city for a super low price. So if you can't afford major medical, you can at least offer urgent care services to your staff. Like, these are people that I believe in. What chefs want, we use them too. I mean, seven day deliveries, split almost everything. They'll bring you one each avocado if you need it on a Sunday. I mean, these people are in business to serve you and I will never take a dollar from a restaurant. That's not what I'm here to do. Uh, enough people, I, I'm in a restaurant, I get that phone call all the time. I don't wanna take a dollar from a restaurant, but these folks recognize that I wanna promote locally owned and operated restaurants and they are the ones who support us. So please go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com, click the Sponsors tab, and scroll through there and see if there's anybody that might be able to help you. Call them, email them, let them know that you heard about them on the, on the radio show, on this podcast, and I'm telling you, if you don't like them, call me. I, I will stand behind every single person that I recommend on this show, and... Um, I just appreciate you guys listening. So we're going to jump back in uh, with Will Newman. Your your wife's name is Catherine, all yes. right? Yes. How is she doing these days? Is she does she still work in the business yes, with you guys? She sure does. Yeah. She was um, she was here all day yesterday. Yeah. So she's focused in on marketing, um, real strategic marketing uh, for us. And so yeah, we get to we get to live together and work together. Mm. So every every I, every every marriage is dream. I think the last time I talked to you, you had just got a puppy for your boys. And we have boys that are basically the same age. Um, how's that going? Because I got a puppy, and I'm like, why did he not warn me <laughs> that a puppy will eat everything? And, like, it is a whole – I'm, like, dying over here from this puppy. I mean, I love her to death. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you could have warned so, me, man. Yeah, so we have we have uh, Dolly, Dolly Parton Newman. Well, our dog's uh, name is Dolly. Nice. Yeah. Dolly, yeah, Dolly. Dolly's a, a black lab, and 
In fact, I got a text from Catherine today saying, I just, um, uh, we just put pumpkins out, I think two days ago and she chewed up one of our pumpkins <laughs> today. <laughs> so so there, you the there you go. Yeah. Yeah. The only she does not chew me. stuff. It's so weird. If it's outside, it's in her, she'll chew things up. She'll chew up things, but inside she doesn't. So it's really weird. Outside it's her fair game inside. She knows it's off limits. How do you teach that? That's dumb luck. <laughs> dumb luck. Uh, I'm supposed to ask you about Nashville style barbecue. Yes. Talk so, to me about Nashville style barbecue. Right. So, you know, it's always as Nashville has gotten the barbecue scene has gotten so much better over the last, um, you know, ten years with obviously with Martin's, you know, starting in Nolensville and coming into Nashville and then. Um, Pegleg, you know, I feel like he's opened in 2012. Um, and we have others as well in the in Nashville community. Um, you know, we have, I mean, we have a really amazing barbecue uh, restaurant scene here in the city. And then oh, yeah. just to the west of us, right, we have Memphis style barbecue. Um, you know, a little further west, we have Texas barbecue. To the east of us, we have Carolina style. Um, we have Kansas City you know, we have all these different styles. We have Alabama white sauce to the south of us. And so, you know, Nashville has just such this unique brand as a city. And from a culinary standpoint, right, nationally, we're known for Nashville hot chicken. Mm -hmm. And so the idea was to, to kind of merge the essence of Nashville hot chicken with pork. And so, you know, we, we began asking that question a couple of years ago, what, what that could possibly look like. And so, so we've, we've kind of created a way to really, really bring the heat to, to barbecue to smoke pork. Now, are you talking when you say we? Are you talking about your team at Edley's getting together? Yes. Are you do you like meet with, you know, Carrie and Pat, and you guys have like a secret room no, you go to? Uh, is it like no, the the barbecue Illuminati? No, I haven't done. <laughs> I should have done that. But no, our our, our team at Edley's, um, we we got together and it, you know it was really fun too to 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 kind of think about this and do this and, um, Brett Tuck. Who, who now is the, the owner at Brown's Diner, but Brett was with us forever. And Brett, you know, we just, we just, I mean, we just kept, we just were trying all kinds of different ways to do it. And then he very, just in a, he's very, very innovative. He kind of came with this idea to take a habanero pepper mesh. And so we marinate the pork in a habanero pepper mesh for 24 hours. Then we rub it with our hot chicken rub. So we, when we do our hot chicken, we don't have oil. We actually have like a rub that we toss okay, the hot right. chicken in after it comes out of the fryer. It's really, really good. So we rub it, hot chicken rub. Then we smoke it for 12 hours, the pork. So it's a 36 hour process. And that wow. all that, all that acid and all that vinegar just penetrates um, deep inside the, the pork. And then we, we chop our pork at Udley's. And so the flavor of this, process with the smoke and all just that that pepper mesh is phenomenal it is so freaking cool it is the most unique heat you've ever experienced in your life and so we don't want you know i mean this is something that'll maybe take forever to, to catch on but you know the idea is not that it's an edley's thing but it's a nashville thing that you know maybe when 10 years from now when people come to nashville they're like they've got to go to you know somewhere in nashville to try you know Nashville, Nashville style, style barbecue. Barbecue. Um, so that's, I mean, that's that's kind of the dream of it, you know. You know, yeah, it'd be like it'd be cool to be known if it becomes a thing that we're like the the home of it, the original. But we don't want to be the only one doing it. Um, so it's just another way for our city to kind of have something to hang its hat on that it's got like its own barbecue category. Um, so that's how that happens. It's got to start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, so like Nashville hot, you get. Prince is, then you go, okay, so now Edley's Nashville style barbecue. Yeah. Uh, and that you can get that at any of your locations right now? Yes. I mean, yeah. to, that sounds fantastic. The, and I have to go try it like immediately. All the time. It's, it's really good. It's super. It's, it, and it's just the way it sneaks up on you. It's just different. It, what's really cool about it is that it doesn't overtake your tongue or your lips. You can, you're continually eating it so that with the heat, is like kind of coming up from within. So it's like, you know, your head, your head is sweating, um, you know, but you're, you're not, you're not like, you know, feel like you don't have to like drink milk or anything like that because your, your taste buds are 
fully capable of functioning. It has flavor. It has flavor. It has tons of flavor. That's a good thing. It's really cool. So speaking of flavor, I believe you just now were just recently, the past week or two, you were a judge at the Jack Daniels barbecue yeah. competition. Yes, the Jack. The Jack. The Jack is back. So what was that like? How many different talk to me about judging a barbecue competition? Did you learn anything that you like brought back? No, really. just, you just it's eat a, a ton of barbecue. It's um, you know, barbecue competitions are so different than than what anybody in a restaurant would do. But it's super fun to be a part of it. Um, the so the Jack, for those that don't know, that's it's it's in Lynchburg. Jack Daniels sponsors it, and it's the kind of the Super Bowl of um, barbecue competition. It's an invitational, so you know, you and I couldn't like get a team together and just go compete in the Jack. We would have to win somewhere, and then like you kind of get entered into a lottery. I think there's only three uh, co- barbecue competitions that are automatic qualifiers. That's Memphis and May. Um, I think it's the Royal in Kansas City. And the I'm trying to remember the big one in Houston. It might be the World. But and then and then they then they invite like kind of past winners. So it's kind of like the Masters of golf, really. Like it's I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's, pretty it's, impressive. It's pretty cool. And and in that community of competitors is super tight knit. They get the, especially the ones that are always there. Probably the guys that get invited back year after year. You know, probably most people who are in the barbecue scene from just a watching reality TV shows, like, I mean, they're, they're all there. Like, all those guys and women are there. I mean, they all know each other. It's it's super, super neat just to, you know, to kind of be around and, and see just the deep appreciation that they have for each other. And, you know, they're all competing super hard against others, but, but they're also rooting for each other's successes, too. It's just such a very neat community. But the Jack was really cool. Uh, 72 teams, I think, this year. No international teams. They typically have about 30 international teams, but they didn't have any international teams because of COVID. Um, but it was a lot okay. of fun, a lot of eating. I don't agree with what they do to their brisket in competition. It's very weird. What do they do? They just add a lot of stuff to it. I mean, as it, you know, you know, a good brisket is all about really the quality of the meat and then, you know, adding smoke and maybe just your rub on the, on the outside. And uh, they're doing a lot of injections and hmm. beef, beef. What is it? Beef consomme, and like it's it's really weird. I, I didn't get it. It was anyway. It's not something you would ever do in a restaurant. You just like the the functionality of just brisket that you make old school. They're they're going a little too too in depth. It's a little too too complicated. A little I too see that. A little too complicated. Were there people that? How many judges were there? There were 72 judges. Oh, wow. So we would, we would be sitting at a table of, so wow. my table, my table would have six judges and we would get, you know, an, um, we would, we would judge six teams and it was anonymous. So it would be plate 124 and I'm judging, you know, plate 124 for ribs. I have no idea who plate 124 is. So, um, there's, there's, you know, you can't help your buddy out by oh, 70, 72 judges. That's hard to do too. And the, the other, just the other really weird thing that I thought was funny. So you, you judge on a, on a, a scale of, you know, kind of like, you know, 10 being best, one being worse, but you can't give a 10 and you can't give a one. <laughs> so it's two to nine, which I thought was kind of funny. wonder why they do that. I don't know. I guess n- nobody can get nobody, you know, maybe, Maybe there's never been anything that's ever a 10. And so one, two, two, the way they train is two. So it's, it's, it's graded by the Kansas city barbecue society. And where two, was it? What's that? Is in Lynchburg? The, well, no, Kansas, uh, the, the competition took place in Lynchburg, but okay, yeah. they go by the KC, KCBS, Kansas city. Yeah. KCBS judging rules. And so a two is unedible. Like you, it's inedible. You cannot, if you give someone a two, you literally cannot swallow the piece of meat. Oh, and at, at the Jack, you should, no one should be getting a two. Yeah. Did yeah. you give anybody a two? No, 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 no. It was all very good. Was there anything that you had that was just like, like changed your mind? You're like, wow, now this, this is where it's at. I mean, you imagine all of it's that way, right? The, rib, the ribs, the ribs were all really, really, they had a, they were just, they had a great, 
tenderness and texture to them. So they, they weren't too tender where they fell off the bone. They had just that perfect amount. So it just took a little bit of tension and then it came cleanly off the bone. The ribs were all very, very good. They all, the, the weird thing about competition is that no, everybody's kind of playing very vanilla with flavor because they don't want to, they want to stay kind of middle of the road. So they're really concerned about appearance and tenderness. Those get equal ratings with taste, which is really weird to me. So tenderness, uh, tenderness, uh, appearance, presentation, I guess, and taste are all three equally weighed. So that puts people on the flavor side that puts people very vanilla because you don't want to go bold because you might turn somebody off. Yeah. Does that make sense? So like 100%, the, sauces, yeah. the sauces and the rubs are all just a little bit, just very down the road, down the middle. I mean, they're tight, tight decisions, but it's, I get why. Um, because if they had taste weighted higher, I think you would have a lot more innovation at barbecue competitions, but since it's not, everybody's kind of doing almost the same thing because it's equally weighted to appearance and tenderness. Wow. Do you, it's probably, do you, it's probably more than you bargained for. That's <laughs> no, that's exactly what I bargained for because I've never really done that. I've never been, um, Kelly Sutton who used to be my co-host on the roundup. She's a certified barbecue judge expert and she knows all that stuff. I don't, um, do you, do you eat barbecue? Like on your, like your, Let's just say it's a Tuesday and you're not at work. Your wife's Catherine says, Hey, let's go out to eat. Are you like, uh, let's go to Pat Martin's. Let's go. To, like, do you even, are you, can you even eat it at this point? Oh, when, when we go out of town, when we, when we're going somewhere else, I'm always eating barbecue, you know? Really? I like, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I ate our smash burger today, but yesterday I had, um, I had the tuck special yesterday for lunch. At that's still it's got to be your number one seller is it it's 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 maybe not our number one seller but it's definitely you know what we're known for because it's such a, a unique sandwich um you know i can have like two normal bites of it and then i have to kind of like tear it apart eat it with a fork and knife but it, it's I, so good but but to your question you know in nashville i don't eat at a lot of other barbecue restaurants but I, we do on occasion but when we travel yeah i love i love going to i mean when if i'm going to say houston i'm going and i'm trying at least one barbecue restaurant for sure nice i imagine at this point you're just like i'm good i'm good we're going to go anything but barbecue but no yes you're going to check it out you're learning I, I feel that way about the diablo jones is my sandwich over at honey fire yeah uh, i live like five minutes from honey fire and i could eat that every night it's just so easy to do but the diablo i can eat like three bites and then i have to like use a fork because it's just overflowing and it's <laughs> yeah. it's amazing uh, how is everything over at Poncho and Lefties? Uh, really good. We just, went strong. Um, yeah, really good. Um, we just did a big new uh, menu rollout over there, and um, that was a lot of fun, a lot of hard work, but it's going really, really good. Um, really kind of refined our fajitas over there, and um, so we're having great. I think that was about three weeks ago, and just it's the response has been great. That's amazing. Uh, you doing okay staffing wise? I think the big, you know, every time I talk to anybody, like, dude, I can't get me to work for me. Are you, are you guys there? Where, how's that going? Yeah. Um, you know, we're, I'd say we're kind of limping into the home stretch. Um, we're about to, we've got about uh, the at all our locations. The day after Thanksgiving is kind of enters our official slow season, and okay. so you know we've got four a month before we get there. So. Uh, we're probably 85% staffed and, you know, we're able to, you know, with the overtime, we're able to, you know, beat, we're, I mean, we're fully staffed because of overtime, but if you look at overtime, you know, it's higher than it normally would be right now, but we don't really want to, we don't need to bring a whole lot of people on right now because in about, in about four weeks, we'll be hundred percent staffed because our sales take a, take a dip, but, Interesting. but to, I mean, but it's been incredibly challenging and um, you know, we're, you know, we got a few more restaurants opening up next year, and it's something we meet about weekly today for restaurants that are going to open up in June, August, and September next year. Same thing. You said you have restaurants that are opening next year in June, August, September. Yeah, we've got Don. We're going to open up in Donaldson, um, kind of down the road from Party Fowl. Um, 
Berry Farms, south of just south of Franklin. Yeah, right there at uh, Goose Creek Bypass. Yeah, Goose. Yep, Goose. Right on. We'll be right on Goose Creek Parkway next to Chick Fil A. Oh wow. Um, Good and location. Then and then we're doing one on Nolensville Pike, um, near uh, right across from Lennox Village. Oh wow! Right, okay. Right, right across from Burger. That, that's actually breaking news. Oh, look at that! You announced that yet? I haven't announced that one yet. <laughs> breaking news: Nolensville is getting. Are you? Are you like? That's not far from Martin's. That's Martin's territory, uh, isn't it? Well, it's like it's a good six miles from Martin's. Okay. So, I mean, it's a 15 minute drive, 10, 12, 10, 12 minute drive. So it's in that, his neck. It, of the, it's, it, it's in his neck of the woods. Yeah. It, it, it's not too far, but that's a, that area is just blowing up, man. I mean, it's, yeah, it is. So that it's road, insane. Yeah. That road is going to be turned into a four lane. Um, not all the way to Nolensville, but you know, a, a good from, uh, from old Hick. So from Nashville, you know, once you, past old hickory it turns into a two-lane probably like a mile after that so they're going to extend that i think six miles wow um which will be which will be good for everybody but yes it's exploding over there so nolensville and that's going to be an edley's not not a ponchos right yeah no more edley's, edley's will be donaldson berry farms nolensville pike um i've got something i'm working on for for poncho and lefties just not not buttoned up enough to to talk about it <sighs> It's okay. You're giving me one exclusive. I like that. Yeah, I'd be getting getting a little ahead of myself if I if I said anything else. But yeah, we're we're very we're very blessed and fortunate to have a lot going on next year. But it's also it's I mean we're 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 very very anxious and and very concerned about the labor environment heading into next year. Um, we're we're doing a really good job, and I'm proud of our teams for retention. We talk about we talk about retention and like what we can do to retain and. Um, we're doing a really good job of retention, probably the best we've ever done in the last 12 months. I mean, I mean, you know, the last 12 months is the best we've ever done as a, as, as a company. And so we're not, our turnover is really low. So we're not having to train a lot of people. We're not having to hire a lot of people, but when we do need to hire people, it's, it is a challenge. I, I, everybody's thrown their, their guests into the hat as to why this is the situation. Do you have any hypothesis? Do you have any inside knowledge as to why, where the workers have gone and why people don't want to work right now? Is, that, mean, is, is it even that? I'm not saying that it's people it's don't want fun. to work. I mean, it, you know, I mean, they may have found different careers. Amazon's a fun punk punching bag, right? I mean, I feel like Amazon's <laughs> opening up so many warehouses and they can afford to pay, you know, a lot of money and have a lot of benefits. And, you know, a lot of people who are kind of maybe, starting out their career that maybe not have skills, you know, maybe they're going to Amazon. I mean, they're hiring thousands. I mean, where they supposed, they're supposed to hire a hundred thousand people, you know, this year. Um, so that's, that's like a small theory, but generally though, I, I'm in the category of most people. I have no idea where everybody is. I mean, you know, anecdotally, I feel like younger people aren't working like they used to, like when we were growing up, you know, mm -hmm. you know, like um, when we were, you know, walking barefoot uphill both ways, and uh, in a snowstorm, in, in a snowstorm, and are we officially work, at that walking, age? Walking walk to work from school, um, but you know, I don't, I don't feel like as many college students work. Um, certainly, like high school students, we used to always have like one or two high school students, and those are all but gone. Um, so I, I think you know, probably the labor participation from younger um, age people is is less than it used to be, and I think that is making an impact but um but those are just theories um i have i have really no idea where the hell everybody is yeah because it's not just it's not just i mean there's the hey restaurant workers for for all of history have been it's been tough working conditions you're working with people that don't respect you long hours not enough money you know working for people that don't treat you with respect no benefits there's all these different things and you think during the pandemic people have gone to you know other careers hey look i want to try my hand at real estate if i just had mm -hmm. six months to really focus on it like hey here's six months focus on it go do something different a lot of people left the industry but it's not it's not just restaurants it's it's people that drive trucks it's people that work at grocery stores it's people it's it's all over the country it's just people can't find the unemployment rate and the rate that people could hire it's, it's just crazy 
And right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know where. I wish I did. I wish I had some economist come tell me exactly what, what's going on so that I could have inside knowledge to go hire some people. But it's definitely... Well, well, I mean, you know, the, the, the uh, you know, a different way to look at it is it is a great time for, you know, for that, you know, for hourly team members right now. I mean, they're, they have lots of leverage and wages are going up and that's a, it's a great thing that, you know, we're paying more than we've ever paid and we feel like we're at the top of the market. And we just, I just left a meeting before this talking about as we go into the, you know, we start hi our hiring season really for our restaurants kind of begins in January for spring. And so we're, we're totally, we're, we're totally revising our benefits. We're allowing people to get on our healthcare plan way sooner after 90 days. Um, we're changing how people can earn vacation days. Um, our pay scale is going to go up. So these are all good things, right? You know, they're all fantastic it, things, but in the sense that it's good for, it's good for, it's good for, you know, it's good for the employees out there that they're in a position of leverage and, you know, it's incumbent upon business owners to, to be attractive places to work. So, you know, it's a challenge for us, but we just got to figure it out. No, I think, I think there's, I think people like you and me, I would lump myself into that group of people that understand that you got to take care of it. It's a family, the people that work there and that retention number is bigger than anything. I don't hire people to fire people. Like I want, people to work out and I want to support you and I want to know about your family and I want you to have a great quality of life that you get. I want you to retire from this industry. You know, I want you get the gold watch from retiring from, I, I worked in a kitchen for 35 years and this is my pension. I, I don't know. I would, I want this to be a career. I don't want, I hate it when people say, uh, I'm just doing this till I get a real job or this isn't my real job. And I'm like, well, this is real money. I mean, like I, I want people to, feel like this is their real job, that this is the thing right. that they want to make a career. And right. And I think it's so one of the things that we're doing, and I think I, I love what you're saying is, you know, restaurants to think about how do we support, how do we support the, our team members, not just training them to be a great team member, but how do we support them to be the best version of themselves and yes. to reach their and to reach their potential. And so, you know, we're doing things with um, we're doing things with smart dollar which is a program through Dave Ramsey's network where okay. all of our team members can, so we pay for it. It's free to them, but they can participate and learn like financial, financial planning, financial literacy, you know, say they have a goal to you know buy a car or, or own a house one day. You know, we have a dedicated person, you know, within the Ramsey network that helps them put a plan together and learn, you know, so they have all kinds of interactive tools online. And then we have access to some of their professionals to help them reach their dreams, right. Outside of just, paying their bills um that i didn't yeah. even know that was a, a thing that's awesome yeah it's really cool i, I highly recommend it. you know it's it's it, it does you know it, it, it is an expense to to us um but it, i think of it more of an investment than an expense um yeah again you know it's it, it's all, all these little things that we can do to help create you know to help build our team member to be the best version of themselves so when you know so they're not having to worry about maybe paying the bills because they've got a plan they've got a budget now um, they can, they can focus on serving our guests cause they're not worried about, you know, the stack of bills, you know, when they get home. And so those type th those type things, I think restaurants, we have to figure out how to, how to focus and invest in the whole individual not just, you know, the team member skill that they need at the restaurant. That was beautiful. That was exactly kind of what I, I was mining for. Is that something that seems like that's something that you would pick up from pizza with Will, like sitting down, hearing people talk about, you yeah. know, I've got these financial problems and you're going, how do I find a solution to really help all these people that keep coming telling me about these issues they have? And you're like, hey, don't spend money you don't have. But what a great solution to that. Yeah. I, I, so, yes, I did learn some nuggets just from, I've been doing pizza well now for probably three years. So just the accumulation of those conversations kind of led me to believe that um, the vast majority of people, you know, a vast majority of people just generally don't have strong foundation on financial literacy and how to budget and how to like understand if you are making more money than you have, like, you know, how to think about and plan for that. And, and really start dreaming dreams and let us, you know, let's, let's partner together and help you get to those dreams. And so, 
it's been really great. And, you know, our participation is about where we thought it would be. I think it's about 10%. And our hope is as people start having success with it, they start talking about it more and more and other people get curious and join in and then where it really becomes kind of part of our culture. And we started a 401k a year and a half ago and it's was everybody was skeptical and wait a minute, what's going on. And then all of a sudden they went, Oh, okay. And it's, it's nice to have conversations with people where they start feeling a little bit more confident about their future because they're, they're kind of, they can see that grow. They've seen this grow in this 401k and it's like, Hey, look, I have I actually have money in a bank somewhere. I've never had that before. And there's, yeah. there's just this little sense of confidence and financial security that starts creeping in and they go, Hey, and you can see their lives change. And that's great. I love it. It's the greatest moment I think that you can have as an employer. Somebody just talk to see people gain a different level of confidence and they, a little pep in their step and they, it, I don't know. It's just, it's fantastic. And That's I bet really you cool. see that too. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun. And again, like I said, we're hoping to, to grow and we're, we're committed to, to, as a, as a, it to become really part of our culture. It's really, it's still probably six to eight months in on that one thing, but it, I, I genuinely believe that if we nurture it right and, and educate our teams that this is an opportunity, that this is something that'll really get traction that, you know, will become part of kind of who we are as a, as a, as a company. I love it. We talked about traction last time. You mentioned the word traction. Yeah. Uh, our whole leadership team at both Greenhouse Grill and Maribel, we're all going, we have, we we're going through, we're implementing everything right now as an entire team. Uh, I can't wait to tell you about it. Once we're kind of done, I'll go over my VTO with you. It's really, it's really hard to, to get everything on two pages like that. Um, it's a process. It feels like it should be simple, but it's a you know twelve to eighteen month process probably. Hmm. But once you have it, once you have it, it's part of your you know it's part of the rhythms, and everybody can see your your VTO and see everything. So it's it's you know, it's the business plan. Everybody knows. So everybody everybody knows where, where we're going next year. Everybody knows what our vision is for three years out. Um, everybody knows what we're working on. Rocks. Um, we talk about it, it all the time. Well, we're we're going to have everybody on the same page here very very soon. Let's. Let's let everybody know again, your 10 year anniversary coming up on 12 South is going to be a gigantic event, live music, drink it in the streets. No jaywalking, please. Um, <laughs> what day is that going to be? A, it's November 6th. Uh, it'll be 10 to five and um, it'll, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, it's 12 South. It's a lot of fun and, you know, free live music, uh, lots of kids activities. Um uh, Mr. Steve will be there. If if kids, if people have, uh, what's his name? Mr. Bond, the science guy. Um, nice. He's awesome. If if you have little kids like ours. I'm bringing our my, kids. I'm going to come, dude. I'm bringing kids, my kids. kids are, I think he's going to be there at 11. In fact, I, I for right. some reason remember that. But yeah, it's going to be fun. We're just excited. We just want to say thanks to our, our neighbors and our, our guests and just take a moment to celebrate and enjoy the day. All right. So that is going to be November the 6th from 10 to 5. And then you are, Moving your East Nashville location to five points. You have a new location coming to Donaldson. You said Donaldson, right? Yep. On Lebanon Pike. Donaldson on Lebanon Pike. You have a new location coming to Charlotte. Uh, You said, did you say Charlotte? Nolensville Pike. Nolensville Pike. Right across from Lennox Village. Right across from Lennox Village. And then Berry Farms on Goose Creek Parkway. That's what it is. Which one is the, which one is the breaking news? (laughs) <laughs> no one's still yeah uh yes no one's will fight linux village that is, that is that is breaking news all right well thank you again for coming on uh, always the fun. podcast always. yeah i, I love catching up with you uh if you're listening to this and you want to work for a company that truly cares about the people that it really is uh, there's a cliche that it's like joining a family but I know uh, people that work with you and your culture there is absolutely amazing. Uh, go check them out. Check them out. On, uh, you can find them on Instagram. They're all over the place. Edleys.com. I think there's a button you can hit that's, a, you know, we're hiring. Go check them out. If you're looking for a job post New Year, right? Because right now you're pretty well set. Yeah, but we've... They're always looking yeah. for talented people. Yeah, we, all, we never say no to super... T- I'll say this. We ne- actually... We always find a place for super talented people. Always. There you go. We figure it, we just figure it out. So if you want to be part of this culture, you want to work with a guy like Will and have pizza sporadically and talk about <laughs> your family, 
Uh, th- this is for you. Will Neiman, thank you so much for joining us today on uh, National Restaurant Radio. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. All right. Will Newman, thank you so much for joining us on the show. And thank you, the listener, for listening to the entire thing. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope that you are being safe in all that you do. Hope that you are vaccinated or getting vaccinated. Get your booster. It's out. Um, And wear a mask. Love you guys. Bye.